Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T, to my bed crimers. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Do me a favor, if after watching the video you find you enjoyed it or you learned something, smash that like button and please consider subscribing. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a membership. I keep the price really low, $1.99 a month. Hey, that's much less than even one drink from Starbucks. Now, without further ado, let's dig in. Good morning. T here. Happy Friday. Today, I've got more information for you about Charlie Adelson and his new digs, at the Columbia Annex in Lake City, Florida. Charlie is no doubt in the process of figuring out life in the Columbia Annex, where he was moved this past Wednesday. Now, this facility houses inmates, all male, in both general population and those in protective management. In Florida, protective management is defined as follows. Special management status for the protection of inmates from other inmates in an environment as representative of that of the general population as is safely possible. Now, it's unclear if Charlie was moved to Columbia because of threats to his safety at Wakulla, but clearly he's now in protective management. For Charlie, this translates to sleeping in an open bay dormitory where there are many beds, bunk beds, in one big room. And as I said, he's being separated from prisoners in the general population or gen pop. This means that any work assignments, program assignments, the chow hall and the recreation area are separated from the general pop prisoners. Now, the Columbia Annex, according to a former inmate, is one of the worst prisons in Florida. The former prisoner said that inmates die there frequently and only the strong survive. Per this inmate, it is common for incidents with sharp objects to occur. The former inmate said that when such incidents take place, the corrections officers simply clean up the blood, take the injured out, and then it's back to business as usual. The inmate also said that inmates, not officers, run the compound for the most part. The officers only come out from their stations when they have to. That makes sense to me because if I worked there and I was surrounded by dangerous people, I would only come out of that station when I absolutely had to. The inmate's advice to others who find themselves at the Columbia Annex was to not get involved with the gangs and, quote, the homeboy shit. YouTube doesn't like that word, so I'm avoiding saying it. Not hanging out with the gangs might prove difficult for Charlie because we know he likes to hang out with people from the other side of the tracks, so to speak. That's kind of what got him in trouble when it came to Dan Markell. He was able to find Digfredo Garcia and Luis Rivera through Katie McBanoa to do in his former brother-in-law. Apparently, there is no air conditioning in the big dormitories, just fans and a water fountain with cold water. The shower areas are known to be particularly miserable because they are very hot and humid. 
It's like you need a shower after you've already had your shower. There's no breeze and it's like you're suffocating. I think it's safe to say that Charlie has aged markedly since he arrived in the prison system. He's no doubt terrified, and perhaps that's the greatest punishment he could receive for what he did to Dan Markell and Dan's two sons. He denied Markell his life and the chance to grow old, and he denied Dan's sons their father. There's no way that Charlie Adelson could have matched in any way Dan Markell as a father figure, as a mentor, as someone to look up to, Charlie Adelson is learning that karma is a biatch. I'm waiting to get public records, by the way, about Charlie Adelson from Colombia, and I'll share them with you if and when those records arrive. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.